Welcome back to another episode of Dinner for Breakfast. I am your host, Bailey. I'm also your host, Bailey. Oh. I'm kidding. Oh. I'm Wes. Oh. Hey, Wes. <laughs> hey, Bailey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm just dandy. Have a nice day. No. Oh, we're, we're, <laughs> I was going to say, we just started. I don't think we're in quotes uh, yet. Before we get into everything, let's hit some housekeeping uh, notes. Uh, if you have anything you'd like to, for us to discuss, talk about, debate, all that good stuff, maybe even some mystery packages you'd like for us to send to one another, uh, feel free to email us at dinnerforbreakfastpodcast at gmail.com. Um, anything else you need to plug, Wes? Well, we don't have any social media yet I don't that, that, that I know of. Shout anyways. out shout out to um, being banned instantly on Instagram. But yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Um <laughs> Yeah, so, so no, I don't think there's anything else to shout out at the moment. No, I think I think that did it all. Um, how so. have you been, buddy? Oh, not so bad. Not um, so bad. Working, you know, you know how it is. Tilling the field. How you been? Oh, you know, Tilling sore. I uh, sore. I went. Oh on yeah, the... you went skiing. <clears throat> yeah, I went. I went hit the slopes in the Alps for the first time uh, Sunday, Alps. just a couple days not, ago. Not the Alps. Close but enough. you did go skiing. <laughs> where probably, where yeah. did you go? I went to a place called Cannonburg. It's uh, over by Grand Rapids area, and um, oh, I went with a couple friends. Uh, and originally, I was going to snowboard, but then I was convinced to ski. And skiing felt I haven't I haven't done either. This is my first time. Put that into context. Oh, okay. Of ever sure, like sure. doing it, and uh, I got convinced to do skiing. Uh, it kind of felt right, anyways, because I feel like I was going to fall in the best. I felt like I could bail easier on a ski. Like, you just drop into the side versus I felt like on the snowboard, I'm right. either going forward or backward. And um, so, went skiing, uh, fell a lot. Um, went, uh, thought I broke a rib. It was just a cramp. <laughs> I got some, okay, I don't know if you can see, I don't know if you can see, I got some battle wounds on the wrist, the, light, the ring light. Oh, yeah. Kind of yeah. Um, yeah, it was fun though. Reasons. It's fun. I think next year I'm gonna tap in a little ski, couple ski lessons, maybe learn yeah. to snowboard a little bit. But no, it was fun, even though I fell every single time going down the mountain. What What I've always heard is that skiing. Uh, I've only ever snowboarded, and I'm I've only done it once, so I'm not an expert on the subject by any means. My mom used to be a big cross country skier. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but what I from what I understand, skiing just feels a lot more natural. Like yeah. the motions you make is a lot closer to running, so it feels better than being on a snowboard. Yeah, and you do make a good point about bailing off. Like with skis, at least your legs can move individually, but yeah. with a snowboard, you're locked like, in. You turn sideways and you're toast. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, the uh, but like I had the poles and everything, and that was like the only way I could move. But there's people at like the resort that are like just like naturally skiing. Like it looked like they were like rollerblading motions. Yeah, and I couldn't get and they that don't down. Have the poles. That's yeah. Yeah, that's downhill. Downhill those, skiing, those, you don't those. usually use the poles, I don't think. Yeah, well, I went downhill <laughs> with the poles and tumbled my way down. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, but other go. than that, nothing too crazy. Really sore. Uh, every muscle in my body is aching right now. But other than that, I'd say I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> and you went skiing two days ago, and you're yeah. still Today's the worst day. super fucked up. Today's yeah. the worst day. I think tomorrow gotcha. will finally feel a little well, better. Until tomorrow um you right. uh we were, we were talking about last episode i believe you were talking about going to a bourbon festival yeah i went to a bourbon festival how was that uh it was fun i still had a little bit of a cold when i went <laughs> um because i did have a cold when we recorded the last episode and i went the day after that um but it was it was cool we went up to uh grand rapids and um sampled a bunch of cool bourbon i paid I think it was like a hundred bucks for like a VIP ticket or mm -hmm. whatever. And so I get like uh, 20 tickets and then you can trade in tickets to sample these like different types of bourbon. And there's a, uh, there's a section of it. That's like the quote unquote VIP section where they have okay. like really rare bottles of bourbon that you can sample. Um, so I had uh, an old Fitzgerald 11 year. That was really, really good. Um, I didn't try. They had the 24 year old Pappy Van Winkle, which is like, that's the ultimate bottle of bourbon. It's impossible to get. They had it, but it was 30 tickets. So just for a sample of that, it was like $150 or something. And I was uh, like, I don't wanna... I'm not that concerned with it. I'm not a huge, like, I don't know a lot about bourbon. I just really like it. Right. Um, 
Yeah, the the bottle costs the bottle of Pappy Van Winkle costs like around three thousand dollars for a bottle. Uh, it's uh, quite a bit, uh, just yeah, for a little bottle. And I'm sure lot. most people just let it sit and collect dust and not even enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It's it's a collector's item, is what it is. It's not uh if you have a bottle of it, you're not gonna drink it. Nine times out of ten. Um Yeah, but that's that's why it's so valuable, is because it's a collector's item. Um Yeah, so I went there and there were some other vendors that weren't doing bourbon, so there was a guy who was doing like flavored popcorn so i had some popcorn which is my favorite food of all time i love popcorn um there was a guy who i made friends with who was uh selling maple syrup Ooh. and i bought a bottle i don't like maple syrup straight up i'm not a big maple syrup guy but he had a bottle of smoked habanero maple syrup that i Ooh. bought it was really really tasty like a little bit of heat to it a lot of smoke to it be really good on chicken and waffles which is exactly why i bought it um yeah, that was that was that the sounds really festival. good. That sounds really good. I uh, I drank a lot of bourbon and then had somebody else drive me home, so it was pretty cool. The responsible one, the responsible yep. one, <laughs> ish. Uh, but no, that that uh, that maple syrup is um, I don't know how I feel about it because I don't like for morning stuff. I just never like like breakfast wise. I just I just don't like heat in the morning. I don't know. I guess really. I guess I guess that's a lie because I do like maybe like enjoy like some uh, hot sauce on like eggs or yeah. whatnot, but like I don't know. I guess like I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of hot honey either though. So like I don't know if I would like oh. I, would, I don't know if I would like really. I don't know if you it. would like this. Yeah. yeah, I I love hot honey personally. I I find it very appealing. The idea of like you know the sweet and hot combination it's really does the trick for me. Um. So I don't I don't know if you'd enjoy this as much then but they had other flavors too uh of this maple syrup there was one that i actually had him i had the guy mix it into the bourbon i was drinking it was a ginger maple syrup okay so it had like that that spicy uh ginger quality to it it's really really nice and i had that and a little bit of bourbon it's good Ooh, yeah good stuff i probably wouldn't like that because i don't like ginger a whole lot but hey to each their own there you go to each their own i love ginger I will eat anything that's like ginger flavored. Yeah, no, I threw all my ginger away yesterday at the sushi place I went to. I went and got sushi and uh, sent it all back. <laughs> all the pickled, the pickled ginger. Oh, you sent it all uh, back, but along with my wasabi. <laughs> Not a fan. Oh my god, the wasabi too. Yeah, we've talked about yeah. wasabi a couple of times. I know. Uh, yeah, it's not not my favorite. But uh, you said you had a surprise for me. Uh. Oh, it's a minor surprise. It's not really a surprise. Calling it a surprise does it too much justice. Uh, it's just something that I wanted to talk about because it's very exciting to me. We didn't plan this for part of the show, but um, the KFC Double Down is back. Uh, you know, I did see a, an ad for it the other day, and I was like, oh, the Double Down. <laughs> the KFC Double Down is far and away my favorite fast food item of all time. Just, like, the idea of it is so, like, whimsical and bizarre, yeah. and it tastes really good, <laughs> and I'm just, I never thought it was going to come back, and it did, and I'm really happy. I haven't got, I haven't had the chance to go out and get it yet, and uh, I have to do that, like, soon, because it's going away again. That's what I was going to ask. Um, How many have you had? <laughs> I haven't had any this, this time around. The first time around was in, like, what, 2009 or something like that? Like, it was ages ago when the first one came around, but... Been a few years. Um... It had been a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that is that is the most like goofy and fun and lighthearted fast food item. I mean Yeah, I remember it. Definitely definitely not the kind of thing you'd want to eat on a regular basis. Because oh, it no. is it's just two pieces of fried chicken with bacon, cheese, and special sauce between them. Yeah, and your chicken's like the uh the bun, essentially. Yeah. Of uh You eat so. like a sandwich. No, I remember having them back in the day. Uh, I didn't eat too many of oh, them, yeah. but uh, I do rem- remember them, and they uh, they bring they ring the nostalgic bell quite a bit. They really do. It's it is probably my it's one of my favorite fast food items of all time. That and the breakfast crunch wrap from Taco Bell, I think, is excellent. That's a classic. That's a classic. <clears throat> and uh, I fucking love White Castle <laughs> White Castle sliders, which I've talked about on the show before. I know, but if they're that good, they get brought up every time. They're good, man. Um, I know Matthew likes the White Castle, I believe. 
Yeah, that's that's what I talked about last time, is me and Matthew going to White Castle and eating 30 sliders between the two of us. Um, shout out Matthew, he's listening in. Um, speaking of interesting uh, food items to try, we've sent each other packages for the package, first time in a while. The package openings are back. We are yeah, we haven't done this in like a grip. A grip? <laughs> it's been a grip, yeah. It's I've never heard that before. A grip? Really? Been oh, a minute? I don't know. Um, a minute. You were pretty excited. You, uh, you've sent me two. We're only doing one this time, but you were pretty excited. Yeah. Uh, I have been warned they're both going to be disgusting for me, um, which I think uh, I've been blessed recently with not terrible things. So it is my time to. Uh, it is true. I figured it's hit. about time I throw some toughies at you. You know, I would rather eat that... the toughies than uh, the good stuff, to be honest with you. Really? Isn't that weird? Interesting. I don't know. I'd rather eat good stuff because I like good things. Um, but I understand it is more entertaining to eat something gross, but, uh, this one specifically, I think is going to really give you a hard time. The other one, I don't think will be as bad, Okay. but the one that I'm asking you to open, if I, if it is the correct one, I think will be a lot harder. Okay. I will, uh, I'll go first. Yours, okay. yours, it's going to be a hit or miss, but all right, we'll see. We'll see. Kettle corn peeps. Is that the one you're thinking? Kettle corn peeps. That, that the... is the one I was thinking of. I think that's going to be well, awful. I, my head was, was going in many other different directions. <laughs> I know I know you've said before that you hate peeps. I do hate so peeps. So I had to send you some sort of peeps because you hate them. Um, and kettle corn is something that I personally hate. I really like popcorn and I can't stand kettle See, corn. See, kettle corn to me is uh, the ideal way to eat popcorn. I love kettle corn. Seriously? I love, uh, love that's, that popcorn. That's incorrect, but fine. Yeah. Let me, uh... You know, Peep's yeah, packaging make open. it real hard to open, probably because they know that's disgusting, and no one... Really well, yeah, if any, air, if any air gets into that package, they go stale instantly. Ooh. Smells really buttery. Like, corn. <laughs> that's what I was hoping for. I was hoping I don't. buttery. I really don't think these will be bad. Like, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see, but... I guess we'll see. I was really hoping they'd be bad. Cheers. Cheers. It sounds awful to me, so that's kind of why I thought it would be bad for for you. Just a lot of chewing. Yeah. It, the, uh, it's a little off-putting because there's a strong buttery flavor from it. Mm. But I will say it's not the worst thing I've ever had in the world. I mean, okay, they're they're going enough. they're going right in the trash, but uh. Oh yeah, it's peeps. Of course they are. It's the only thing they're good for is filling up space in a trash can. Yeah, yeah, that's that's about it. But no, they were. Mm. The more I chew, oh. the worse it gets. The worse it gets because it's like okay, cool. the marshmallows like foaming, and then they're like the oh, butter. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, know those good. are actually quite disgusting, but I thought it was gonna be a lot worse. That not as bad as it could that. Have been. That's probably gonna be worse than a peep. <laughs> this you think so? It feels like. I told you earlier, I'm crinkling this right into the microphone, I'm sorry. Uh, or you're welcome for ASMR people. It feels like a like a really big tube of toothpaste or like a shampoo bottle. Almost. It's, um, toothpa- a tube of toothpaste like a is probably... Cap. A tube of toothpaste is probably your best uh, hint. <laughs> yeah, there's like a small cap for it, and then there's like a, a fin on the back end, if that makes sense. And it's in a bag... What the fuck is this? <laughs> what you have it's in, in your hand... Ru- it's in Russian. Okay. What you, ha- food. what you have in your hand is astronaut cheeseburger. Um, it, says, it says Texas burger, and then it has some writing. Most of the writing, 90% of the writing on this package is in Russian. Yep. So what you so have read what you have is basically a tube of cheeseburger that as- astronauts would eat in space. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, it's heavy. It, it looks just like a tube of toothpaste. Too. Is it? It came with a cool pamphlet. What's in this pamphlet? They have. Oh, they have the so whole, many. The entire pamphlet's in Russian, so I mm. can't read any of this. Nice. That's fantastic. Uh, this is also in Russian, so I don't know what. Oh, it's a wet nap. Oh. Okay. They gave me a napkin. That's that's kind of them. Oh my god. This is the craziest thing I've they, ever. They seen They have in a my ton life. of different flavor ones too. Um, okay. So it wants me to take the cap off and then wipe the outside of the cap with a wet nap 
and then put the cap back on upside down to puncture the foil. So I'm going to do exactly what it says. Oh, I didn't know this would be a whole science project. <laughs> it's like cool. opening a tube of super glue. That's kind of cool. Sanitize the tip. That's it's in like an aluminum tube, it like the way you would get like, uh, space like caulk. Stuff. It's like caulk, a caulk tube. Oh, have you smelled it? it Fuck sm me. It smells like hamburger helper. Hey, hamburger helper's not oh. bad. I love hamburger helper. Um, yeah, they got also got oh. like chicken nuggets, French fries, Sicilian pizza, a shawarma wrap, oh. all in tubes too. <laughs> that okay? It smelled like hamburger helper, and then I took a really deep whiff, and it smelled bad. bad. How many calories are in it? That is a good question, James. Uh, uh, I would let you know if I could read Russian. In Soviet Russia, um, um, if you have a gluten issue, uh, you're about to have fun because it is gluten. <laughs> so. I don't, uh, it's luckily. it's 280 calories 280. per serving, uh, about two so, servings yeah. per container. <laughs> yes, yeah, so five. This whole tube has 560 calories. That's uh, pretty good. It's got 28 percent of my daily cholesterol, okay. and it has 25 percent of my daily fat. Uh oh. Uh, Put a little. Dab. I just squeeze. I squeezed it and saw a little come out. Oh, it looks like cat food. Yeah, I I can only imagine. I bet it doesn't. That's not terrible, though. Okay. I'm sure it's just very similar to, like, cheeseburger-esque. I'm going to I'm gonna say something crazy. It's gone. The texture's terrible. The texture's terrible. It's, like, really smooth. It has kind of a cat food texture to it. It has, a like little tiny grit. Yeah. Like, little pieces of, of burger meat. Okay. It actually it actually tastes pretty good. See, that's what I thought it would happen. Like the like the whole overall concept and thought behind it is gonna be disgusting, but like the flavoring is probably actually not that bad. Yeah, it tastes. It literally tastes like if you if you put if you made cheeseburger flavored hamburger helper. Yeah. And put it in a food processor. That's what this tastes like. There you go. Now you have a little late night sna bedside snack to pop in. Yeah, you know what? I actually have right here in my desk. I have a snack drawer. I'm going to throw this into my snack drawer and I'm going to put this on club crackers or something. Uh, yeah, that there you go. There you it'd go. Be, it'd be great. It's like a cracker spread or like, um, I don't know if you mixed it into a queso or something. It'd be really good. Okay. It's surprisingly, surprisingly tasty. It, it is quite, uh, quite the treat. I got you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm shocked. Actually. I don't even know how to react to this. See, I think this, this is, uh, goodie. I, I think the pizza one would be gross. The pizza one would probably be... I mean, there's only one way to find out. <clears throat> oh, here you go. Um, there's beef meat, uh, cheddar cheese, uh, pickled cucumbers, so pickles, onions, ketchup, mm -hmm. mustard, um, and just some other, like, baking stuff in there. So, yeah. Some, like, preservatives and shit. Well, I mean, like, I'm, like, a flour, yeast, sugar, salt, oh, all that stuff for the stuff. fun. All that boring but stuff. But it's made, it's made out of, like, actual stuff. It's not yeah. made from science. Yeah. Yeah. Premium wheat flour. <laughs> oh, premium la di da, fancy, fancy la di da di da. But no, yeah, la di da di da. Nice. Yeah, that was uh, it was fine. I thought it was gonna be a lot worse, to be honest. Yeah, I, I figured it would actually turn out to be somewhat good. So, yeah, that's that's, that's totally fair. Totally fair. Totally fair. Wes, we got an email. Oh, did we? We got an email from Mr. Kyle. Good buddy, Kyle. Good buddy, Send us Kyle. another email. Kyle. Hell yeah, Kyle. Kyle would like us to talk about. So if you could isolate chip seasonings, check mix, Doritos, cheese, it's, etc. What is your favorite seasoning? My favorite seasoning if you're off of a chip? Uh, if you were to isolate the seasoning, okay. Seasonings, check mix, Doritos, oh. cheese, it's, etc. So if you were to like pick a favorite seasoning, what would it be? Pick a favorite seasoning. If you're to isolate it. Um, honestly, Chex Mix Bold is a pretty good. Mm -hmm. That's that's one I thought about too, because it's like Chex nice and savory. Especially, yeah, especially if you're taking it in the context of like using that seasoning in another food. If you were talking about just eating that, like like applying that seasoning as a condiment, as you would like salt or pepper when you're sitting at a dinner table. Right. You know what I mean? I think Chex Mix Bold is a pretty solid one. <clears throat> I also really kind of like, uh, I don't love Flamin' Hot Cheetos, but I think that seasoning 
applied as a condiment would be pretty dope. Yeah, that's right. like kind of like uh, in a sense, in like oh, uh, kind of reminds me of like a tahini in a way. Obviously, like yeah, not like one on one, but like it's definitely a uh, um similar like you know uh, right with it. But it's it's in the same kind of sphere, sure. Um, for me, I what I really I think. I think a classic salt and vinegar is really good too. Like it would work really well, like on uh, a seasoning for like um, like fries, fries, fries yeah. or like st- like potato esque things. Sure. I mean, I think salt and vinegar is such a good one. That see, I don't, I don't love salt and vinegar chips, but I do agree that it would be a really good thing to add as a seasoning. Um, another one that I feel the opposite about is I really, really, really love uh, sour cream and onion chips. It's my favorite chip flavor by yeah. a long shot. Yeah. I don't know if that would actually be like a good thing to add. It would work on a potato. As a seasoning. Oh, yeah. Like on a baked potato. Baked yeah. potato, fries, or whatever. But like overall, I don't think you could move past it. One that I think works really well, like on chips and other things like that, or like Cheez Its or maybe even Goldfish is pizza. But I think it'd be uh, terrible for other things. Yeah. Like pizza. pizza. Like pizza flavored chips are a weird. It's a weird thing because everybody has their own different like pizza flavor for chips. Yeah. Pizza goldfish, I don't like very much, but pizza Pringles, I really like. Mm. And I don't really know why. Mm. Like what the difference is. It's been a long time since I've had either. Um. I yeah. I I kind of agree because I don't like pizza combos, but I love pizza Pringles. See, I really like pizza combos. I'm a big fan. I, I honestly, also, I honestly do not like combos in general, though. Unless it's, I like, was gonna say combos the, in general rule. I love. I, combos. I think they're actually gross because, like, I just don't no. like the dehydrated like cheese and like all yeah, that. I, I, I don't like that. I don't like that. And I think their pretzels are actually pretty bad too. And uh, I think their pretzels are good. No, no, I'm not. The cracker crust is the best one. I've never. The pretzels pretty good. Uh, but the the where I'll give combos credit is their uh dessert ones like the chocolate filled ones what that's it's the only no. combos i like only combo. i've never tried those the idea of a dessert combo is so fucking gross to me that i can't even bring myself so you don't even it. like dessert checks mix either i don't i just don't like checks mix straight up oh across wow. the board i don't i don't like checks really period yeah it's i don't know what it is about them but something about the i can't remember which one it is if it's the wheat checks or the rice checks but something about them, I just really, um, really don't like. I don't know. James brings up a good point, though. He goes, uh, chocolate and pretzels is the ideal, uh, the classic dessert combo. It's true. It's true. I like, I like a chocolate-covered pretzel, and I like a, um, a piece of chocolate with, like, salt. You know what I mean? I, I get, I get the combination, and I'm a fan. Um... But it's 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 the Chex pieces themselves that I don't enjoy. I love I like Chex mix because I really like pretzels. I really like rye chips, mm-hmm. and I really like the little whatever those fucked up little breadstick things are. Oh I really like yeah, those, those are so good. Man, it, it I don't know what beef you like the wheat Chex by itself. I, it, I honestly like the wheat Chex probably just as much as a rye chip. Honestly, really that much? Yeah, because I think it I mean, like holds the uh, seasoning better. We could do the whole thing where we go through and talk about what the best and worst checks pieces are. I know that's a hot debate. <laughs> um, rye chip is the best, obviously. Uh, rice checks is the worst. Um, a little breadstick thing's not bad. Have you had a uh, Have you had a uh, chocolate covered chip before? Chocolate covered potato chip? I yeah. sure have. Lay's made them a... really good, like with the wavy ones with the chocolate covered. Oh, oh those yeah, are so good, so good. I don't know if you remember this. I, I'm sure Matthew remembers this. Uh, but there was a bakery down the street from my mom's house for like maybe it was there for like two years it wasn't there for a super long time but we used to walk there and we used to buy a chocolate covered it was like they did like ruffles ridges yeah dipped in dark chocolate oh and you could get them for like a quarter they were like 25 cents per chip so we'd go there and buy a bunch of them and they were so good they were really 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 delicious yeah, the uh, lasers are really good because the key is to have a higher chocolate to chip ratio and 
man, when there's a the little more chocolate, because you just get the hint of the saltiness and then like the potato, mm-hmm. you really, mm-hmm. you really can't go wrong there. I kind of think it's the other way around, actually. Really? I kind of think I would, I would prefer if it was like a nice hearty potato chip with like just a drizzle of chocolate rather than being fully submerged. Like just that little bit. I would rather have more potato chip than chocolate, but I also notoriously do not have a sweet tooth in any way, shape, or form. See, <clears throat> I love sweets. They're uh, I know you do. Uh, the best. I'm not you, a huge sweets guy. Did you ever uh, when people like, <clears throat> like one time that one time of year at a bake sale or whatnot back in the day? Would you ever get puppy chow? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty familiar with puppy chow. Do you like puppy chow? Uh. You know, I hate to say it because I'm totally shooting myself in the foot with this, but yes, I do like puppy chow. <laughs> we got him. We got it's him. Just, <laughs> yeah, you got me. It's just, there is so much. <laughs> yeah, we got him, boys. Thanks, James. It's literally, all it is, is it's just so much stuff that covers up the actual flavor of the checks. Like you have yeah. peanut butter and powdered sugar and chocolate. Like all masking that checks flavor, so that kind of works for me. Um, since we're like kind of in the sweet tooth topic, real quick, do you, you're a fan of the Oreo, correct? That is correct. I do like an Oreo. Okay. Okay. Now, do I you, think everybody does? Do you like dipping your Oreos, or do you like them dry? Uh, I prefer dipping them, hmm. but I am lactose intolerant, so. I don't really dip my Oreos okay. often. So I'm a person who likes them dry, and I never dip them in milk because I'm not a big guy of milk. Seriously? Yeah, I don't like milk. <clears throat> so, okay. but I was asked to talk about the um, the proper way to dip an Oreo. And how do you oh, how do boy. you dip your Oreos? Okay. Uh, who who asked you to talk about? That? Uh, a Colin. His name is Colin. Colin. Okay. Shout out Colin. You don't have to name him, it doesn't matter. You can edit that out if you want. Oh no, we're gonna um, put Colin on blast. Okay. Blast him. Colin, Colin actually recently fell this type of guy Colin is Colin recently fell on his ice steps walking out of his house. And uh Ooh. Uh, I'll show you a video well of it soon. after. It's quite funny. I can't wait. <laughs> um so I like I said, I don't really typically dip an Oreo because okay. if I drink any amount of milk, I will uh shrivel up and die. So but if I were to dip an Oreo, I grab it by my hands and just go into the cup and I hold it there for as long as possible until it's like barely held Riddle. together. I want it super, super soggy. Uh, and then I'll eat it. See, that's the problem that I have with like dipping is because I don't like any like sogginess on like a cake or bread like things. I say that, but like mm. cake's kind of like a moist thing by itself. I, I so. know what you, I know what you yeah, mean. But you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So like I don't like a soggy cookie, but. The way he sent me a picture of it, the way he dips, he puts a fork in between the cream and then dunks it like that and eats it like that. Okay, I was about to say this because I thought this is insane. (laughs) Heather does the same thing, my girlfriend. She she doesn't do it because it's like a funny, weird thing. I'll like walk out there and she'll be eating Oreos by dipping them in the milk and fork. (laughs) That's just straight up the way she does it. I thought it was... I thought it was insane. I think, I think you're just doing extra work at that point. It's like... No, but then you don't get your fingers in the milk. I get it. It totally makes sense to me. And, and then you can have the entire Oreo soft and, like, you know, lubricated with milk and eat the whole thing in one bite. I guess. I guess. I mean, it makes sense, but I would... If I were to dip them, I would just use my hands. I feel like... Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. Easier because I'm way. a barbarian. Yeah, I mean, even, like, James just put in the chat, it's an extra dish to wash. Even though it's just a yeah, fork. but like you own a dishwasher, <laughs> so whatever. Fair enough. Fair also, enough. also, yeah, I, yeah. It's who cares? It's when fine. you uh, washing you, an extra fork is nothing. Are you uh? Do you uh? Eat the cookie by like? Do you break it apart or do you just like chew it? Okay. I actually have a pretty in-depth method for the way that All I right. eat Oreos and uh also like sandwich crackers, right? Okay. Like crackers with the cheese in the middle. All right. So. I'll take the first the first one, I'll eat in two bites. I bite it in half, and then I eat the other half, and I eat it in two bites. The second one, I grab another one, I break it in half, I scrape all the filling onto one side of the, the cookie or cracker, eat the dry side, eat all the filling, eat the other dry side. Third one, one bite. 
It's what so weird. I don't know why. What? I, I, cycle, <laughs> I cycle between these three different methods of eating a, a sandwich, cookie, or cracker, and I always do that every single time without even thinking about it. That is just the what? way that I do it. I don't. I don't know why. You're wild for that. I'll ask. I'll ask my. I'll ask my therapist about <laughs> it. James says I'm a psycho. I know. It's stupid, and there's no. There's literally no reason that I should do this, or that I should continue doing this, or think about it in any way. That might but be the wildest. Here I am. The wildest way to eat, like a sleeve of cookies or whatnot. <laughs> it's <laughs> pretty. All right. At least, at least I'm not delusional, uh, delusional enough to think that that's normal. I recognize that this is yeah, fucking insane. Fair enough, right? I fair totally enough. get it. But that is literally the way that I do it. Not a joke. I wish it was. Oh my days. Oh my. Uh, yeah. Well, if anybody else is oh, wondering, I eat a, I eat an Oreo normal. I just pop the thing in my mouth whole and uh, one bite every time. One bite. Everybody knows the rules. Oh my god! <laughs> Shut up, Dave. I feel like I feel like the normal way is to scrape the inside out, right? Like that feels, especially for an Oreo. That's I like feel what like, they're known for. I feel like if you're in the thirteen and under category, that's normal. But I feel like eventually, because I I would only do that when I was a kid. Like I I don't I don't I, I, I don't up... think that's something you grow out of. I think there's a certain like whimsy and fun to just eating a big mouthful of frosting. Yeah, maybe. I don't think it's an age thing. But that, I think it's just, I don't know. Okay, with your Oreos now, let's go down this road. Are you a double stuffed kind of guy, or do, do you go for like the triple stuffed, or like the most you can get? Oh no, no, no! <laughs> Anything double is the max. Anything more than that is fucking gross. You know what? It is just a disgusting amount of filling. One the monsters. Uh, my monster stuff is nasty, dude. They're like an inch tall, and it's yeah. all frosting. That's we horrible. when we went ice fishing, we saw that uh, that big. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like mega stuffed or whatever, and it just yeah, like extreme. Like, there were like six in a pack. It was just a stupid amount. Yeah, no, but actually, one that I am a real big fan of is their thins. For some, like oh, eat, yeah. eating the cookie whole. If you like just eating the cookie whole, to, I think for some reason that's like a. That's a really good one. I think they, oh, that, yeah. that's my favorite Oreo. It's probably the least liked, but that's my favorite. I agree. It's a quite. I agree. It's oh, it's pretty it's pretty solid. What's uh What's uh, your go to flavor for Oreo? Yeah. What's your favorite flavor for Oreo? Just standard. I just standard. like the regular ones. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think there's there's other ones that are good, but I don't think any of them are better than the original. I agree. I agree. They're uh they're toffee crunch ones. Not bad. Um. I don't like toffee that much. We should have gotten some Oreo flavored. Oh yeah, I wanted like Oreo. A, now. <laughs> they Oreo made a cookies and cream. They made a cookies and cream filled. Isn't that already Oreo. an Oreo though? Cookies and yeah, cream. Yeah, that's, that's what that's what James is talking about. The Oreo flavored Oreos. Oh well, we also have we also have a friend, uh, Ryan. Shout out Ryan. I don't know if he listens to this show or not, but uh. He has a whole thing about Oreos where he can, if he has two packs of Oreos, he'll eat one from each pack and be able to tell, like, that package is good, that one is not. Yeah, he is a uh, quite the Oreo connoisseur. <laughs> he's, a, he's a sommelier for Oreos. It's really, really wild. He so be... he'll, like, there were several times he can taste, <laughs> he says, I can taste the factory. <laughs> <laughs> There, there were several times when he was uh, when he was living with James, where I'd go, like we'd go over there, and he would just give you packs of Oreos because he's like, these are all bad, and I won't eat them. Yeah, that he's crazy. Like, it's he's really, really insane how you can tell the difference between two different packs of Oreos. Wow. Those are uh, quite, you know, that's yeah. Um, uh, Wes, do you for condiments? Are you uh, in the fridge or pantry guy? Con it so it depends on the condiment. Okay, let's go through uh, them. Actually, I don't think it does. I think like nine times out of ten, I'm putting shit in the fridge after I open it. Yeah, so I that's what I've grown up doing. But there's mm -hmm. this I've seen recently that there's I've seen people recently start just like opening ketchup and putting it back in the fridge, the like the yeah, pantry. In the pantry. And like I've never grown up that way. And I always think it's weird, but it makes sense because if you go to a restaurant, the ketchup's just sitting there all day, or like the mustard, you yeah, know, or it's I like. I don't know, off the top of my head, if that's like a health hazard or anything. I can assume it's not based on like the fact that so many restaurants do that, um, but 
I think there's definitely something to be said about keeping it out in the open like that, just from a flavor standpoint. I th- but um, it, I uh, I think I prefer it in the pantry though. I'd rather have a condiment more warm than cold. That's what I'm saying. Is that yeah. if a thing is if a thing is more like room temperature, if a condiment is room temperature rather than ice cold, it's going to taste more like it'll just taste like an elevated version of what it is mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's why like um like people put their uh like medicine like mm-hmm. if you're taking medicine you keep it in the fridge so it doesn't taste as bad it's oh, a thing that I used to do as a kid. interesting yeah, i didn't even think about that yeah so having something be having something be colder diminishes the taste of it i'm not sure on the science behind that or why that like why that happens um but it is the case. Do you do you, is does mayo have to be refrigerated? Do you think? Because I've seen it in like those like little like peel packets like at baseball games or whatnot like yeah. outside and those are room temp and there's nothing wrong with those. So like mine mayo is mayo's a tricky one. It truly is. Like I don't because uh, there's dairy. I there's not. There's not. I thought there's egg. Egg isn't dairy. Yeah, it's true. That is true. So, uh, there's no milk. Yes, mayonnaise. So no, there's no milk. So for those of you who don't know, uh, mayonnaise is made out of an emulsification between eggs, specifically egg yolks, and some form of fat, be that like butter or usually some form of oil. Um, and then they add seasonings like lemon juice, garlic, salt, you know, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that to it. Uh, so that's what mayonnaise is. There's no, there's no actual like milk or real dairy in it. It's just eggs. Uh, but I would still refrigerate. Okay, pre-made mayo has a lot of really insane like preservatives and additives to it that makes it so that like when you buy it at the store, it's not in the fridge. It's shel- It's on the shelf, right? right? And then you take it, open it, and then put it in the fridge. But like. It's already on the shelf. Why would you have to? This is... Don't sue me because I'm saying this, right? Don't go and put your mayonnaise on the shelf and then eat it and get really sick and get mad at me. I'm not an expert. I do not know what I'm talking about. But (laughs) it stands to the reason that since it already has those additives and preservatives in it, that it should be fine in the pantry. Uh, If you make mayo from scratch, definitely keep that in the fridge. Okay, okay. Uh, because then it's just eggs and oil. Eggs and oil is all you need. Eggs and oil is all you need. The two best to things make, in the world. To make a tuna sandwich. Uh, Splendid. Bailey. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Can we take like a two minute break? Yeah. Cool. I'll be back in a second. And we're back. Wes had to take a two minute break. It was more than, it was less than two minutes. So It was. I had to, uh, I'm cooking dinner in a crock pot and I had to go check the crock pot. Oh, what are you making? Uh, it's this, okay. It's this recipe that Heather sent me over TikTok. Oh, here we go. TikTok food. It's literally just cream of chicken soup, chicken breast, and chicken stock in a crock pot. That's it? It sounds, (laughs) I mean, I added seasonings. I added, like, garlic powder, and I added poultry seasoning, which is a bunch of herbs, and I added, like, smoked paprika and salt and pepper. Stuff like that. We're gonna see how it turns out. I personally, you're not. It sounds like you're not hopeful. I'm not. Well, okay. How do you feel about TikTok recipes? Recipes you see on TikTok. Uh, well, actually, I'm I'm actually making one uh next weekend, I believe. Um, you but it's your, good. You plan your TikTok recipes two weeks in advance. Well, I'm having like a little dinner party. Um, and so what is the whole different side of the friends? <clears throat> All right. Whatever. Um, whatever, dude. Uh, but no, it's um, it's a no bake sushi casserole in a sense. I don't know if you've seen those before. I've seen them on TikTok. Yeah, you sent the video. Yeah, well, I was showing uh, James earlier what it was, and uh, they they look really good. And like, you get you're gonna be like, why don't you just eat sushi? But like, uh, you can like cut little like squares of nori and like just put it in the nori and like eat it like kind of like a finger taco essentially like yeah i get how you, why, why don't you just get the sushi yeah. but it's like a, it feels like a quicker way and like a more fun way to eat it yeah and that why don't why don't you just get sushi you know it's I funny used to, 
you know I was a sushi chef for like a long time. Yeah, sushi you right have here. Sushi. Actually. <laughs> Sorry, wait, hold hold the goddamn phone. Stop the podcast. You just <laughs> reached down to the floor of your studio and picked Bailey. He, I got sushi. Okay, for those of you who aren't watching this currently, I mentioned <laughs> we mentioned sushi, and Bailey spun his chair around and then leaned down out of frame and produced a styrofoam box with sushi in it from the floor of his office and is now eating it. How long has that been on your floor? It was on Two the floor, weeks. right? Two weeks, maybe. Oh, it's you're know. fine then. <laughs> no, no I, I just got it today. I got it today. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I got uh, yeah. No, I I, just, I was gonna eat it after, but I thought it was really funny that I uh. It is. Very funny. <laughs> um, yeah, that sushi casserole thing sounds awful. I'm not gonna really? lie. To you. Yeah, but then I'm mean, also. Another one I'm making, concept, but another one I'm making is going to be uh, crab rangoon taco, uh, not taco, nachos. Okay, that's okay. I could, I could maybe see that. Crab it's gonna be like nachos. I'm gonna make wonton chips. Yep. Then I'm gonna put the, uh, I'm probably I'm gonna do imitation crab. Then I'm right. gonna do yeah. like because uh, regular crab is like thirty five dollars a pound or whatever. I think yeah, I, I don't, I don't some... like these friends that much. I think I bought some for work and I paid like $60 a pound or something for jumbo lump crab or maybe 40. I don't remember. It was really, really expensive because I was making crab cakes for a Mardi Gras party a while ago. It doesn't matter. I love crab cakes. Me Man. too. Let's, let's, let's go get some crab cakes, but no. Um, yeah. Um, so it's an imitation crab. There'll be like a sweet chili sauce on it. There'll be like, um, of like a creamier cheese like drizzle on it too yeah it'll be good it'll be good when i uh when i was working at the the sushi place we actually had a crab rangoon dip as an appetizer yeah yeah i wonton chips and it was like cream cheese and imitation crab with a sweet chili sauce and roasted red peppers yep and it also had cheese curds in it you would take yeah so what what the guys would do is they'd take the dip put it in a bowl put the cheese curds on top and then hit them with a blowtorch and then they yeah. would put roasted red peppers and uh, sweet chili sauce on top so basically they french onion the dip in a way in a way not quite the same as a french onion but pretty pretty close um uh, yeah and it looked i mean it was super delicious i don't know if they still yeah, recent, it, I, I, haven't been there I recently had one of those i went to a uh, maru i don't know if you've ever been to maru sushi but uh yeah i recently went there and uh we got like a crab uh rangoon dip it was really yeah, good. That's, I really like yeah. it. I'm a huge dip yeah. guy, though. I also I like dip a lot. <sighs> nothing, nothing beats a good, 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 good dip. Oh yeah, there's there's oh, some good ones out there. Yeah, baby. Well, I I've told the story. I think I told it on the show about um when I was like vegetarian for a while and I lost my vegetarian streak because I accidentally ate a really good dip that had meat in it. Ooh. Somebody had made a Reuben dip and brought it to this party. It was really, really good. I'm I'm pretty sure I talked about it already, but I don't think I've ever uh, heard the story. No? Okay. No. Well, it was it was me and my me and my ex. And so this was like eight years ago. This was a long time ago. And we were both like vegetarian for a while for a couple months. I think like four or five months, something like that. And then we went to uh, a Christmas party. And we were both just eating this dip. It was a Reuben dip. And it didn't occur to either of us that there was corned beef in it. But it was this dip. It was so good. It was like Thousand Island dressing and sauerkraut and corned beef and Swiss cheese all mixed together. And then you dip a rye chip in it. And it was really, really tasty. That sounds really good. I, I love corned beef. Super good. I, I do too. We made a bunch of corned beef at work today. It was really good. Yeah, tis the, this is the season to have a nice corned yeah. beef Sammy. It is. We're uh, still recording this before St. Patrick's Day, but yep. <laughs> you know, today's episode season. came out was the mixology, which was always a fun episode. I can't wait for the next one. I got. Uh, I already know what uh, cocktail I'm doing next. We can worry about it later. No, I won't worry about it uh, now. Well, it seems <laughs> weird to talk about an upcoming episode of our show on our show and kind of plan what we're going to be doing. It wasn't more of a plan. Uh, oh, James. We got a, sorry, real quick email submission from uh, James, who's listening in on our podcast, Creative Director James, uh, says, how is beef corned? Um, 
so essentially the process of corning a beef, uh, you take a brisket, right? So corned beef is brisket, and you uh, you cure it. So it's like a mixture of of curing salt and water, and then a bunch of other um, spices and herbs. Typically, like pink peppercorn is involved, especially with corned beef. Um, and you do all these herbs, and you cure it, and then you bake it in the oven. That's a corned beef. But if you take that and instead of baking it in the oven, you cure the you cure your brisket, and then you smoke it, then it's pastrami. So pastrami is just smoked corned beef essentially and then corned beef is just basically pre-pastrami Ooh, that's like the very basics of how you corn a beef i didn't even think about that yeah i don't know why it's called corning i couldn't tell you there's probably some old school irish some old some irish fellas uh wes you were also mentioning earlier today that you uh have finally tried the infamous pickle pizza i tried a pickle pizza you're right I did. Uh, we went to... It was actually after the Bourbon Festival. Okay. We went to this this little like sports bar up in Grand Rapids, and uh, my girlfriend and her sister got a pickle pizza that they split. And uh, I have to say, really good. I it's liked so it a good. lot. I hate, I hate to admit it, but it was really good. I don't remember what the sauce was on it, because it was this, it, like... Halfway between like a ranch and an Alfredo, almost. Yeah. It's just like super salty, herby sauce, a lot of dill. And then it was like just mozzarella cheese, pickles, and then it had uh, crispy wontons crumbled on top of it. Oh, I've never had one of those. I usually have onion on it, like onion? I've had before. It's just like they'll put like some white onion on it. But wow. Interesting. That, look up that the sounds menu really good. And tell you exactly what was on this pizza. That sounds super good. Yeah, no, That's like good. I've. I've had some bad pickle pizzas. Um, I've also had some really good pickle pizzas. But no, typically it's like usually like a, a ranch style sauce and then like the cheese and pickles. It's so 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 tasty. Oh yeah, I I believe I believe you could do it really badly. Um, but this oh, yeah. one happened to be good. So yeah, this was ranch dressing, mozzarella cheese. Uh, the menu says it has capicola on it or gabagool, which it didn't. Uh, gabagool, gabagool, which I love. I love gabagool. Uh, and then it had pickle slices and crispy fried wontons. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, shit. This place also serves a mac and cheese pizza. Ew. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, I'm I'm not into, like, mac and cheese as a topping or, like, a, you know, a component of a dish. That's really, really rubs me the wrong way. Like, people who put mac and cheese on top of a burger, that seems stupid, just oh. way over the top. Just eat it in a cup on the side. You don't need it on top. It's fine. Have you, it's uh... Fine. What's the wildest pizza you've ever had? So wildest like pizza? The, pi- the pickle, like the weirdest is like the pickle pizza? or Pickle, pizza's, a... pickle pizza's pretty weird. My brother used to work at a pizza place that yeah. was in the spot of the old bakery <laughs> that I used to go to with Matthew. Um, and they did like a, they did a taco pizza, which is like, you know, it had like taco beef and cheese and then they'd put lettuce and tomatoes on it, but the lettuce would always get really hot because it's on a hot pizza and it was... Hot lettuce just really grosses me out. It's so gross. It gets all like soggy and it's just yeah, nasty, it's just dude. Flimsy totally, and totally defeats the purpose of putting loses lettuce on it its something. texture and compose. Yeah, like, uh, which is that's the texture is the only reason you'd put lettuce on something. So like, yeah. what's the point? Um, I've eaten a lot of breakfast pizza, which I, I know that's weird to some people. I think it's super. I think great it's and so normal. good. So good. my first job I ever had, I was working at a pizza place that did the best breakfast pizza I've ever had in my life. So I do agree. Um, I would say probably the weirdest one I've had was a, uh, it's a cheeseburger pizza and it's, Oh, I've had a cheeseburger pizza before. They, uh, they use thousand Island as their sauce. Hell yeah. That sounds so good. It's, it's good for like a piece, but like the, after like a a piece or two, like two pieces, you're like, Oh, this is kind of like, it gets, you get over it really quick. At least I do. I can probably guess the place that you served that at, or that you were served that. Was that True. at Was that at Thompson's in Chelsea? It was in Thompson's in Chelsea. It was at Thompson's in Chelsea. It was that place does a really dope cheeseburger pizza. They also serve deep fried dinner rolls as an deep appetizer. Deep fried dinner rolls. Holy shit, dude! Go to Thompson's, get a cheeseburger pizza, get the deep fried dinner rolls as your appetizer. So good. Wow. 
I, I've love never known. Love that. Love that little pizza place. So good. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, do we have anything else? Anything else important? I think. Talk about? I think we covered a lot of it today. Look at the notes. Um. Yeah, I don't think we have anything else we really need to talk about this time. I Pretty much covered it all. I think we're good. We're right at our time, usually, so. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, well everybody, uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Dinner okay. for Breakfast. I was your host, Bailey. Uh, I am your host, Wes. Please feel free to send us an email at dinnerforbreakfastpodcast at gmail.com. Please make sure you spell that correctly we've had a couple people email us and not receive them because it's been spelled incorrectly um but yeah <laughs> give us give us stuff to stuff to talk about stuff to argue about um things you want us to send to each other literally you can just email us and say hi whatever just send us an email engage with us Hello. um yeah no not you oh I'm talking to the people listening. Oh, all the, I'm hi, talking people. to both, both of them. I'm admiring uh, my uh, sushi right now. I'm ready to mow down. I'm going to leave it. the call before you eat a bunch of sushi in front of you, me because I really you don't know if I want to see that. Um, no, we're going we're gonna to hang out and play some video games after this. But uh, yeah, for now, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Bailey can't do with the outro because he's eating sushi. But, Bye, uh, guys. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>